filmmaking covers a variety of genres, and during the 1990s, one in particular saw a resurgence, the big-budget disaster flick. It's coming! It's headed right for us! It's already here! For two science-obsessed kids growing up on opposite sides of Pennsylvania, nothing left a bigger impression than Twister. The suck zone. I think we're going in! Join Kelly and Joe as they dissect the second highest grossing film of 1996. We have to breathe, Jesse, we have to breathe! Minute by minute. Another cow! Actually, I think that was the same one. And relive one of their favorite movies of all time. No, that, that was a good size twister. What was that, an F3? Solid F2. Tornado warning continues now. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Solid F2 Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting here next to me is my co-host, my beautiful wife, Kelly, who has a little bit of a, the con crud. What? That's <laughs> when people go to like a convention, and they come back and have a little sniffle. I have a cold. <laughs> right, but we were on vacation. I have an airplane crud. Yeah, airplane crud. That's what happens. I'm just glad it happened after. After, yeah. After was the the key component. It was a little dicey at the beginning. We thought maybe Natalie was uh, not feeling the best, but we all powered through. And What? Haley not feeling the best. I thought it was Natalie. Natalie was the one who, or Haley was the one who was crying because she had phlegm in her throat. Oh, the coughing, right. Natalie was the sleeping. Natalie, I think, was just so, so excited. excited. She yeah. couldn't sleep. And no, I don't have COVID. And no, I don't have the flu. No, I didn't say that. I'm saying this to everyone else. Oh, okay. You have to, nowadays, you have to I know, clarify, now you have to clarify you it. don't feel good. Like, people still get regular colds. That's yeah. all this is. That's like one of the... I you know, we were gone for a week. We had a great time at, at Disney World with my family, your family. The girls had a blast. And during it, I missed. Uh, I ended up missing. Well, I was supposed to miss four softball games. I only missed three because one of them was blacked out because the lights died. So I only missed three. But uh, one of the players was feeling ill, and of course, he better go get tested. And they tested him for flu and COVID. And I think everyone was happy that came back flu, not COVID. Right. No, I wasn't there anyways, so it didn't matter. But did he was he able to um get tested early enough that he qualified for a prescription? Because I think in the first three days you still get, can get a prescription for like Tamiflu or whatever. Uh, he was he was in for treatment. I, I don't know any any edit, the rest of it and that was kind of the extent we were supposed to have a game yesterday it got rained out but he said that he wouldn't be there because he's being tested and covid negative flu positive so he's getting treatment i don't know if that meant he was getting tamiflu or or or, or just getting fluids or what but hopefully he has a speedy recovery and yep, yep, yep. and i hope you do too i hope you feel thanks. better thanks i just need some sleep i didn't sleep all last night and then i was up early today to drive down to almost to dc for work so it was just a long day. And when I got back, you still have to, like, 
check your emails and respond and all that jazz. And I'm still trying to catch up from vacation. So, you know, as a kid, vacation's just a good time. But as an adult, you pay for it. Right. For sure. Definitely. So. It was, I know, I, I saw a TikTok recently, which you're, you're familiar with TikTok, right? A little bit. That was, I think it was a woman, a wife saying that there are two types of people and they always marry each other. You know, there's a whole bunch of things you can throw out there about organizers and planners and people that want to go out and people want to stay in and they always marry each other, the opposite. And this one was about doing things on vacation. She's like, I don't want to do anything on vacation. Like vacation to me is sitting around and doing nothing. And my husband is always like, let's go here and let's go there and let's go do this. She's like, I literally just want to lay down <laughs> like i don't want to do anything and it's funny you know we're taking vacation days away from work but we're not relaxing at all when you go to disney world no <laughs> there was less we were on our feet busier and exerting more energy th- than we do on a normal work day by far we had consistently like close to twenty thousand steps a day like we were walking Eight to ten miles a day. We were up from six thirty to ten thirty. I'm pretty sure when we got back, and uh, you know, after working all day yesterday, and then today with mostly sitting in a car while I traveled, and then when I got to the meeting, I was just sitting in a meeting. I think my watch might think that I died. (laughs) Yeah. Yesterday you only had like seven hundred steps when I saw you. (laughs) No, I went grocery shopping, so I didn't look at my final, but I I was definitely up over. You got to up those numbers. Those are rookie numbers. Listen, I sat down at my laptop yesterday morning and i did not stand up again until the end of the day like i had it's it's almost not worth it to go on vacation (laughs) almost i'm not gonna say totally not worth it because we had a great time at disney but like it's it's rough oh it's absolutely rough to 300 emails and like my my teammates did the best they could with backing me up, but you know obviously there's stuff they couldn't get to, and everybody wants everything they've waited for immediately when you get back, and then to be out of the office again today, it was just it was a rough start to the the first week back. So I'm hoping to catch up a little bit more tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, six thirty to ten thirty sounds like a typical day for adults, but for the girls that was a lot. Oh yeah. That, that, uh, and to be moving constantly, like you're working, even if you're working on your feet for nine hours a day, usually you can come home and, and take a little bit of time to relax. But this was up and moving constantly, not complaining. I loved it. I would have con- I would have done it another week if we had that kind of money. And the girls really didn't whine. I mean, no, they were- no, they did really well. They only they got a little whiny when it got hot near the end. Yeah, but uh, in general, like so did I. So. I th- think one of the things I laugh the most about was the things that excited them because they did get excited. They did get excited for certain rides and Natalie loved the the coasters that she got to do, especially the ones she hadn't done when we were there over three years ago. And Haley got to do some fun things and things, a few things that she, I was shocked that she was willing to try, especially because while we were there, she was like, no. Right. And then she changed her mind and she ended up loving them. But they were super excited to see like duck, squirrels, and rabbits. Yeah. Like, well, you know, we have those at home yep. all the time. Yep. 
and they just they really love the pools and the, the the pool slides like and i get it like pool slides aren't as common anymore you don't get to use them as much so that that's fine but like just general swimming like just being in water we could do that at home like our neighbors have a pool family has has small pools they swim every they swim day. every day for hours and like they wanted to leave the parks to go and swim and we always made sure that we got our money's worth before we did that but we not going to tell them no it's their vacation too to be fair like i had all my best friends growing up had pools like I, there was no short shortage of me having the ability to swim as a kid but it was always the best part of going on vacation too was when the hotel had a pool and we would swim. Like, it's a kid thing. It's just... Right. And you know what? It got them... It kept them active without necessarily being on their feet. And Haley certainly had a transformation in her confidence in swimming. Because we knew she could. But she just had sort of a a confident shift while on vacation. That she actually can swim and by herself without swimmies in the deep end. And she was doing great. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, but we're not here just to talk about our vacation. We're here to discuss the movie Twister. And we are at minute 9-9. Nine, nine. You just want to say it like nine, that. 9-9. Nine. Yeah. 9-9. Nine, nine. We, like, we like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That was that's a fun a show. show. If anyone's looking for a sitcom to binge, that's a good one. Yeah, so that was fun. That just uh, concluded its series run what, end of last summer, early fall, I think. Was the final like ten or so episodes? Mm-hmm. Great show. So yeah, we're on episode ninety nine, minute ninety nine for Twister. But before we do that, a couple things. While we were gone last week, um, actually a week ago today was the twenty sixth anniversary of the release of the film. So we wanted to point that out, celebrate the uh, anniversary. I know uh, a bunch of uh, weather Twitter and Instagram accounts they were popping up. You know celebrating it and and one of my favorites which isn't a maybe a traditional meteorologist outlet or weather uh podcast is one that i listen to regularly mostly for ghostbusters contact content is called yes have some podcast uh with uh jacob craig and abigail but besides ghostbusters and star wars and, and horror and things like that they also have a huge affinity for twister and one of the hosts they had an entire discussion one time about Twister the musical. Uh-huh. And uh, to celebrate the 26th anniversary last week, Jacob posted his rendition. I was going to play it. It's only a minute long. Okay. I-, I listened to this a while ago, and I didn't listen to it last week because we were in the theme park, so I didn't have the, the ability to listen to uh, this because uh, they can be explicit on their show. So I don't know if there's anything in here that will require me to put that tag on, but we're going to listen to it. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny. Well, I, I, the he reposted this like I he had played it a while ago on the podcast, like in the last like years ago. Um, But I'm gonna play it now because uh, I think it's pretty good and it's Twister content. So here we go. Let's take a listen to to this. Forgive us. 
So there was your little excerpt uh, from Twister the Musical as uh, performed by uh, Jacob Walsh from Yes Have Some Podcast. Uh, but here with uh, Abigail Gardner and Craig Goldberg, the, the hosts of Yes Have Some, they love Twister and they bring it up usually every other episode. It has nothing to do with anything else they're talking about because they're Ghostbusters, Star Wars horror, um, Marvel, like that kind of thing. So Twister doesn't really fit in to those, that right. genre of mo- films, but they have a infatuation with Twister like we do. And they, and they bring it up all the time. They want a Twister line of toys. They talk about Twister sequels and reboots, and they did this musical thing. And I just wanted to point out, because I thought it was hilarious, and he Jacob reposted it last week on the 26th anniversary. And... Uh, yeah, I might might do something with them, get them on the show here when we wrap up. When Kelly and I are done here with the entire minute-by-minute breakdown, I might invite them to uh, just let them talk a little bit about Twister because they, they, they talk about it all the time, and they love it just as much as we do. Talk about Twister. <laughs> all right. So last thing before we watch the movie, we saw a video from an actual Twister make the round and go viral over the last few weeks. That was almost a real-life reenactment of the opening scene from Twister, where Joe's father meets his uh, untimely end as a result of a F5 tornado. But there was a video making the rounds of that happening and looked like an identical-type storm cellar, Mm -hmm. and the door gets ripped out, but... Everyone inside is okay. Right. No one's trying to hold the door right. shut. So they just, it, I'm sure, got a little windy in there and maybe some debris came in. But um, no one was injured as far as I could tell from the video. And we were actually tagged on, on Twitter by uh, Kyle. Uh, so we appreciate Kyle uh, listening to the show and also tagging us on these pertinent videos. And it was um, we posted. Have a, we have a fourth listener. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Kyle, Kyle N., uh, don't want to give out the, the full names, but Kyle N on Twitter tagged us on Alyssa, Alyssa Osterdock's video um, that was taken by someone in the cellar and broadcast on KAUZ uh, weather coverage. And it is basically like that scene out of the opening of yeah. the movie. So we we went, uh, I thank Kyle for tagging us. And uh, he's, he actually quoted one of our episodes at the beginning of the show because we talked about what would happen if he didn't do that. What if he just let the door go and backed up with his with his family? And Kyle said, it, it, this answers the question as to what would happen if he just let it go in, I think, your fifth or sixth episode. Yep. So, yeah. So, a lot of cool stuff happening. And Kyle actually came back a little bit later, uh, a few days after this, on the anniversary of Twister on May 10th, and said, uh, he's been meaning to do this for a while, but what better day to do it than today? And he posted his original copy of the DVD case for Twister. And if you remember, we've talked about how Twister was one of the first movies to come out on DVD. Actually, I think it's considered the first movie to come out on DVD. And it was in an old school, like, flip and clasp. It wasn't the plastic open. It was cardboard. Like, you flip the plastic and the cardboard opened up. And he has he has a picture here on Twitter. And I, I have this. Oh, I have I've. Do you have a traditional one? I don't remember what I have, but I, I have at least one movie... I don't know whether it was Twister that opened like that, that was like cardboard and had like a little. Right. Yeah, like, like the front flap was cardboard instead of plastic. Like yeah. we got used to, but. Yeah, that's um, cool. He should hang on to that. So, and. Uh, it's probably not worth anything, but it's cool for us nerds. 
So, and Kyle's been been listening to the show for a while, and he's been keeping up with our recent ones. And he talks about some of the discussions we've had about Dorothy and the hydraulics, the plastic flap. Uh, so, Kyle, we appreciate you uh, listening and remember things we talked about in past episodes, including stuff from two years ago. Yeah, I don't <laughs> even remember what we talked about, but I don't remember what I had for dinner yesterday. So, there's too many things happening in my brain. You had broccoli uh, bites. They were good. Oh, yeah, they were they good. Would. They're so expensive. Though. Yeah, so. It's right. a treat, not an everyday thing. <laughs> right, that's right. I got to well, have a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> well, knowing you and your mom, I'm sure you eventually get coupons for those every yeah, so often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's watch this 99th minute of Twister and then Kelly. not say it like that every time. 99th? Say, say it normally, 99th. You're like, 99th? I wasn't even trying to do it it's that just, time. It's coming out. It's, it's just, subconscious now. That's the way I do it now. All right, here we go. Minute 99. You guys, it's about to ship northeast. Bill, I think you guys should get out of there. You copy? Bill, Joe, do you copy? Okay, that was minute 99 of Twister, and we go like immediately from happy exuberance to terrifying realization. <laughs> As Bill put it, oh no. Oh no. I have thoughts. Uh, yeah, I have some thoughts too, but you, you can go. You can go first. I usually let me go first. You can go first. Okay, I was just going to say, I like this, this, the exuberant part of, you know, when they're celebrating. I love the music here. We mm -hmm. use it in the, in the intro. Uh, it's great. I love the visualizations they came up with. I, I'm always curious as to what these numbers represent. Uh, is it location data? Um, that almost looks like lat lawn there. That's what I was thinking there, but then they show. What's, what buttons are, like, green? Uh, so, telemetry, data, is that say data view? Position, vectors, something logs, data cycles, I, parameters, I see, incoming, load. Yeah, it's hard to... It's, it's hard to make out. Maybe if it was on a bigger screen. But I like I like this visualization that came with the 3D rendering of the tornado as the as they ascend, you know, as I, they're sucked into the vortice. I like the sound that the data apparently makes yeah. when it's coming in, as if that's what computers really do. Uh, that's one of the other. I love like the giant nerdy guy who's like, "We're gonna be so popular yeah. <laughs> because like and and absolutely in the storm chasing world, like this would be a huge thing." Rock and they'd stars. be yeah, they would Rock be stars. you know when they publish this paper and what they're they all have? they have something written on like a piece of masking tape or something and stuck. Do we see it again? Uh, there, there. 
actuator, I see. Something actuator, you can't really... Receiver interface, it's just... I think it's just a designation, like there's a number and a letter here. Something, something actuator, RF3 receiver interface. But yeah, th- I mean, this computer screen is cool. Like, I love seeing that, th- like a 3D, basically a 3D render from 26 years ago. You know what this reminds me of? Do you remember, or did I, did we do this in college or did I do it in grad school? We had to create a program that simulated, like, the spread of a disease as people, and every people were just like, I mean, I represented by dots and they like randomly bumped into each other. And I mean, I played a video game that does that. And then we went through the real thing two years ago. I don't no, know if you remember that. No, I remember. I'm saying I'm talking about writing a computer. Program no, I, simulated I don't remember and doing it that. It looked very at Penn much State. like those dots. Just you might have done that at, at Purdue then or at governor school. <laughs> Did it happen before I had children? Then I don't remember. It. But listen to the sound. Here, so this is what I'm talking about. So let's look at more. So there, okay, so, so it does say Dorothy 1.4B telemetry log. Mm-hmm. So I guess those are coordinates then? Bin- no, not binary. There's more than zeros and ones in there. Um, it says incoming data cycles set run. They're on telemetry. Oh, it says relative X coordinates. Nested data multiplex signals on frequency, and it gives a frequency receiving in real time and they, they so they must have different groups of the sensors that went up mm-hmm. and they're all reporting data it, i guess it's telemetry data then yeah it might just be like so it can plot it mm-hmm. i would guess it's like um like position and then right. there's some some P- uh, there would there has to be a fourth dimension there because yeah. you have a a height, a, a vertical, a horizontal, <laughs> and then a um, velocity direction. We have to have three dimensional position points, and then like a fourth with the actual data in it, like the actual. So that was just something result. I always. I always was curious as to what are they plotting there. You know, when you when you're watching on the TV, it goes by pretty quickly. You're not able to pause and look yeah. and see what it is. But it does look like telemetry data. This is the other part that I was. I always find it interesting that all of a sudden she almost has like a bill moment where she has this sense. Right. I was is wondering what does at, she see? Does she see it in the data? Or that's does what she I, look up and right. See it? That's what I'm wondering. So right here, she's looking at the data. And she's she's getting the reading. She's excited. What are they getting? If she's right. Getting reading. I don't know, but they show like the same thing, right? Right. Receiving real time incoming data. I mean, echo all sensors. Same GUI, but it's it's data. I think it? it is the same GUI, though. Is it? Yeah, because it's the same like group. No groupings, isn't it? The stuff that they were looking at had all those buttons on the left side, vertical that we just read down. <sighs> Oops, went back too far. Now we're into minute 98. Ugh, way to go, man. See, <laughs> this is different. No, I know that one is, but I'm saying that, the that's next the one, one. they're looking at. No, though. so this is the one that's going to pop up. It's the 3D render yeah, that we saw the, pre- in the, the last the minute. Now, But now we get the three columns that we were just looking at after the 3D render. There, this one. Right. So it's 1, B, and C, 2, A, and F, 3, B, and E, 4, C, and D. Right. And then... So are we? So okay. So we're seeing it before, like they're showing it to us, and that's actually what she is looking at too. And then we see it again. Okay. But right there, so like, 
It's not something in the data because her yeah. head turns to look at the tornado. Yeah. Hey, guys, it's about the ship northeast. How does she know that? Also, like, it takes me a, a hot minute to figure out what direction is which. Right. And she's just like, it's about to shift northeast. And I'm just like, okay, th- if the sun is setting over there, then I have I to turn. Like, I, I'm sure once when you're required to do it, especially if you're a navigator, or I watch a lot of police and military shows, and they're all doing that kind of thing with directions that I'm just like, how do you, like, and especially, like, it's at night. Yeah. Like, we're chasing the the suspect down, you know, this alley to the northeast. I'm like, how do you do it? How do you know that? So I also like this moment because they're saying to them, hey, guys, you better get out of there, but Bill's radio. They don't have a radio anymore. Yeah, the truck is gone. So, um, So then we start to see Bill and Joe running through the corn. So, At a speed that I argue would not outrun a tornado. <laughs> no, but I guess so. They do. Do they do try to relay a message to them? Do they not know they put it on the truck? I don't know if they know that, but yeah, because she. Well, I think yeah. Do you right. copy? So they don't know that they sacrificed the truck. At least they don't know that it that they don't have a radio anymore. Okay. Yeah. So I, mean, I guess maybe they could have clipped it under their belt if it if it was a battery operated. But they version. see it turn, and and instead of immediately sprinting. running quickly as fast as they can down the path that was they already decide- created for them by the truck they drove through the cornfield, they take a sharp left and decide to take the slow route, and on the sunniest day that has ever hit Central Oklahoma, are trying to outrun this massive twister which is a mile wide so like if you are let's even give them the benefit of the doubt and say they're smack dab in the center of it you still have half a mile to run to get away from the path of this if you're trying to like tangentially avoid it right and looking at them like they're jogging through the corn right and we also got that moment right at the beginning of, of this part of where like the tornado's at the camera and I assume that means that it's right there on Bill and Joe, but they have all the time in the world to to get out of there and and move out of the way. And then they come out of the corner and they pause for a moment. Yeah. They consider where they are. What's our next move? Should we help these horses? Are the cows okay? (laughs) I mean, the twister looks pretty good for a digital render. Oh, I think it looks good. Yeah. There's a little bit of um, weird. Pixelization. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously with 4K HDR televisions now, I mean, we're watching this on a, just a, I think a standard high def, and this might even just be in 720p, not even in 1080p, but even so, it, we can, it's not, it's not a great uh, transfer. I don't know what it would look like on a 70-inch 4K HDR screen, but. Like, that uh, twister is very close, and they are close. not running fast no, they, enough. They, there's not a huge sense of urgency, that, and at least not as much as there should be. Like, the twister sucked up the truck before it got that close. Right. So their bodies apparently are bolted to the ground, a la the old men in the Muppets. <laughs> We're bolted to the floor. Sorry, lady. <laughs> so. Anyway, all in all, a good minute. You go from yeah, happy it, it, to suspenseful. Right. You get you get the end of that kind of that that peak of the it's so excited it worked. We're getting all this data. This will change so much. Oh, but we can't end the movie there. We got to have one more act mm-hmm. involving our main characters have to escape death and and uh, why not? M- maybe realize that they really do uh, love each other and should be together. So 
It takes a crisis. <laughs> was uh, was that it from you then? Those are the few things you wanted to point out about yeah, this, minute, this minute just to I discuss. Think that's good. I think that's good. Yeah, I think we covered it. So minute 99 in the books for us here at the Solid F2 podcast. And our next episode will be hitting triple digits and very, very close to the end. Like I said, we only have probably about a month or so left of the show at least examining it minute by minute. If something comes up ever with a sequel or reboot or anything's um, mentioned, I will try to hop on, see if Kel wants to join me to talk about that. Uh, but we well, probably... There's snacks. <laughs> there's always snacks. You lie. We, we have, so we have uh, about eight, eight, nine more episodes to go. And then I might... Maybe I'll try to do a, a solo thing with the, the Yes Have Some uh, podcasters. You don't want to invite me? I didn't think you'd be interested. I thought you were about to tap out. You didn't ask, though. Well, would you like to join us for that show? I ripped the sticker off of this. Okay. This is something we have to talk about off air and you destroying my property. It was a very old sticker. It's just the one that said this was the number. This was number one piece. Quality control. Oh. When you were assembling the desk, this was number one. That was vintage. Mm. Well, it's gone now. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Solid F2 Podcast. We'll be back again real soon. Thanks for listening to the Solid F2 Podcast, a minute-by-minute breakdown of the movie Twister. That's all for this week. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SolidF2Pod. Solid F2 Podcast is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. Visit jmnjrradio.com for more. Two, one, two, three, four.